0: I got DC'd due to, due to dragon riding too fast, and then I got teleported to Westfall dead? And then the boat wouldn't come the second time either?
1: Welcome back to another episode of A Seriously Casual Perspective, a podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft and whatever else interests us. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. Joining me today are my other co-hosts, Ben. Uh, say hi, Ben. Hi there. And Brian. Say hi, Brian. Hello. And today, um, we're just going to be talking a little bit about the new expansion, Dragonflight. Uh, If you hear me call it Dragonlands, I promise that's not veiled in irony or supposed to be a joke. I'm just stupid. Uh, But I think a good place to start with Dragonflight, coming from Shadowlands, is asking you guys, is there anything... That you're really excited to leave back in the Shadowlands. You you left it in Oribos, and you walked away forever. No tears in your eyes, just a sigh of relief. Brian, is there anything like that for you?
2: Oh Jesus, um, God, most of it. I I got a I got a big one. You want me to You want me to take this? Yeah, take it away. Okay, so <clears throat> to to start off, there's three like eras of wow, right? You've got the classic era from like vanilla, you know, original release up through like Wrath of the Lish King. And then you've got like the middle teenage years from like Cataclysm to about Warlords of Draenor. And then you have what's been dubbed like the Borrowed Power era, which is from about Legion to the end of Shadowlands, where classes and and the game was designed where we were going to get these cool things, artifact weapons, legendaries, uh, Azerite armor, covenants, all this shit. And then it was just going to go away. We were supposed to be completely cool with it just going away. I know borrowed power is a super big buzzword, but I am super happy to see that design philosophy gone in Dragonflight. And that we're just
1: getting a good game in the box. Noticeably, a lot of that borrowed power, or at least some of it, a lot of the stuff I cared about. Uh, ended up in my talent tree. So it was really cool to like see buttons I like pressing like Convoke. Um, Just kind of stick around. I, I
2: agree. I think that there's a lot of good stuff that, that were in these borrowed power systems. Like a lot of them, uh, Demon Hunter is actually a really good example, right? Because that class was designed in the borrowed power era. So it was always a big talking point when we didn't know what its talent tree was going to be as to what was going to even be in there. Uh, and surprisingly, I think they actually they, they kind of nailed it uh, with DH, and, and they're they're a very interesting class. But getting getting back to having a whole package whenever I log into my shaman feels really really good.
0: Yeah, so like, I mean, obviously I agree. It's it kind of feels like, and I know I'm still I'm still in the honeymoon phase for Dragonlands for sure. So like, so may, maybe I'll change my mind in like a month or two. But it kind of feels like they're actually learning. Like, Blizzard's actually listening to, like, what people, like, want. Like, clearly, it's one of those things where, like, just give the players what they want. Like, yeah, but players aren't game developers. I mean, obviously some of us are. But, you know, you can't listen to every every freaking player as if they knew what they are fucking doing about balance and yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So listening to everything they want is a horrible idea. But you should listen to a lot of what they say for sure. And then, you know, decide to do with the way you will. So with the, uh, you know, going away from all the, uh, the covenants, all the systems, the big S-word, and, uh, like, all, like, how they did legendaries and blah, 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 how that's just in our talent trees now is really cool. All right, like, like, they, and they got rid of some of the stuff that, uh, didn't necessarily work, and they kept all stuff that did work, and there are some things that are still super busted, like... Like a priest, priests still have mind games, which in PVP is outrageous.
2: I, I think, for the most part, in terms of like the core design, like pretty much what I said. I think they, I think they've nailed that. Uh, but back to the idea of them finally listening. Really quick, I think that they, there, there's a running theory I've seen floating around the internet that they were so deep in the pipeline, and the way that that Blizzard designs WoW, they kind of knew from Battle for Azeroth that they were making some bad decisions. But so many of these decisions have already been made that it took them basically an entire expansion to right the ship, as it were, to, to get mm-hmm. back to a spot that was good. But um, that being said, there are yeah. systems like, oh, sorry, there are <laughs> systems like uh, Corruption that uh, definitely feel like one-off bad ideas that they kind of knew were bad, but they wanted to see what would happen anyway. Mm-hmm. And they just
1: sort of tossed it away. For things I'm, I'm glad to leave in Shadowlands, I'm very glad. To leave the story behind that was in Shadowlands, it was just too big for its britches. It was trying to jam a bunch of nostalgic characters in there, and it just made me hate them more. I, I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm glad I can kind of wipe my hands away and just come talk to Dragon Mommy now. My, my hot take about the story in WoW is that it has been
2: un- irredeemable garbage with a couple diamonds in the rough since Cataclysm. I think after they ran through the Arthur storyline with Wrath of the Lich King, they were completely out of ideas, and it's all been trash ever since. Again, couple of diamonds in the rough. I think the Thunder King story was really
0: good. Yeah, as, as someone who doesn't give two thirds of a fuck about the Lord and wow, because of because of uh, because of that, so, so Shadowlands felt a lot like how do I put this? They just, like grabbed a bunch of A-list actors and kind of threw it at and see what happens. Like it was like one, of, it felt like one of those productions, you know? Like well, let's see if we can just put like. Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp together, and let's just see if we can make some money.
1: Only other thing that I am kind of glad to leave back in Shadowlands, but a little bit sad as well, is Torghast. Uh, I I love roguelikes and roguelikes, so uh, I I really enjoy getting to do something similar to Torghast, but I want to do it with my buddies. I'm, I'm playing World of Warcraft, I, I want to do a multiplayer, and there were definitely times where it was fun to do, but the rewards were so limited, and they didn't really have a good grasp on what they wanted to give as rewards until later, like, cosmetics and and mounts and pets and whatever. And it felt very necessary, because you were farming, you know, resources to make your legendaries and stuff. So it it felt like you had to do it, not that you wanted to do it. Um, so it, it's kind of a bummer in that way. Uh, if If anyone has been farming their Cobalt Assembly stuff... Uh, I get just a little bit of taste of it there because we get, like, kind of silly powers and our crit gets really high or our mastery or whatever stat we like. Um, but I, I understand that a lot of people are probably thrilled that there is no Torghast currently.
2: I I, I think that Torghast is probably the biggest... I'm going to say the second biggest missed opportunity that they've had in, in the past couple of expansions. I think the biggest one that they've actually whiffed on is Warfronts. Uh, and I think it's for the exact same reason. I think that they've put... Rewards that feel mandatory behind content that honestly, like it isn't perfect content, but it's pretty good. Warfronts were, were exceptionally bad. I think Torgast, underneath it all, was still good content, but because of that mandatory, you have to do this once a week feeling. Now it's a chore.
0: The first time I went to Torgast, it was actually pretty. I mean, the first I would argue the first like ten times I went to Torgast, it's pretty fun. Like, it was cool, just becoming like this fucking death ball <laughs> of of damage or whatever, and that was really interesting. And then like you realized it was homework, and that's not fun. Like in in the current Dragonlands th- philosophy, how is that? There's like a but there's a bunch of the bunch of stuff to do, but it's most most of it is optional. Like even like hunting down these rares is optional. If you want to do it, sure. But if you don't, it's okay too and that and, uh,
1: absolutely
0: yeah and, yeah and if, if torgast was introduced now and you know or torgast something like torgast was uh released right now i think it'd be much better utilized like maybe not immediately because everyone's like oh torgast again oh my god uh but like it, it's just the thought that it isn't it isn't homework anymore and it's just like another path of gearing or of x y and z or whatever maybe would actually make it like you could go in and do it for fun.
2: I, I think Torgas is, unfortunately, in the, the same box that uh, uh, Garrisons are in, Yeah, where they took a stab at something that people really like in other games and missed, but they missed hard enough that they can now never take another shot at it again.
0: No, I don't know but hmm. I mean, Torgas for sure, but Garrisons, not, they just have to rename Garrisons, that's all. I mean, they can rename both, to be fair.
2: Yeah, I, I guess I was being a little bit hyperbolic when I said never... But they at least need to put a couple of expansions yeah. between then and now. They could probably try a player housing type thing with garrisons after Dragonflight, maybe even during Dragonflight. Yeah, that's that's pure hope speculation though. But uh, they could probably get away with it, and most people wouldn't knee jerk reaction to it. But if they tried Torghast in Dragonflight, it would immediately no, be shot it, it would bomb. Yeah, it could be the best piece of content ever, and it would still die.
0: Yeah, or it, or I'd have to fight, like, it would it'd be fighting an insane battle to, like, break even.
1: So, uh, since we're, we all have fond memories of, of Shadowlands, it sounds like we all loved Shadowlands deeply and will cherish it forever as a memory we shared together. Let's move on to the fresh and the new, into Dragonflight. Uh, I'm very excited about it, but I have an awkward place to start talking about it. But it's the literal foundation of the game itself. How do you guys feel about the new UI stuff, Ben? I I talk to you probably most about UI stuff, mostly in that I like copying your UIs a lot. Um, you know what sort of what sort of adjustments did you find yourself making this time around, if any? So I definitely tried to cut down on the number of add-ons I had doing
2: minor things. Same. Um, I, I've come back and I've re-downloaded stuff like Rare Scanner. That'll probably get uninstalled after after this next reset when I'm not hunting rares regularly, but. Uh, like, Bartender is an add-on I used a lot. Let me move around my action bars, let me move all that stuff around. And even though there is a use case I have for it right now, because uh, if you've played, the bag bar in the bottom right can't be moved as part of the base UI. Blizzard, please fix. It's It still is useful, but I, I'm trying to stay away from as many add-ons as possible, and keeping my weak auras package really simple. Um, just offensive weak auras, my resource, some defensive and stuff, and that's it. I'm trying not to overload myself with information uh if my shadowlands ui ever gets gets out in the public eye there's a lot going on in that ui and and looking at it now it kind of makes me sick it's a little too busy compared to what i've got going on in dragonflight so it's it's been really nice feeling like i can cut back because the game's picking up a lot more of the slack that add-ons did Uh, but i'm also kind of gaslighting myself into believing that i don't need an add-on when there are certain situations where I should probably just go and download bartender so I can move that bag bar.
1: Brian, what about you? Any any changes? Oh, although your your's might have changed a little bit too cuz you're you're back on rogue instead of holy paladin for this patch.
0: Yeah, I mean same thing, it cut down on uh, on Bart. yeah, bartender's gone. I'm trying to I'm trying to, I'm trying not to use Bartender anymore. Not because it's bad or anything, just because yeah, like like Ben said, just just kind of go with the, like the basic wise, play with that for a while. Um, and I like all I like all the how how Blizzard decided to do the profiles. Like it's a seamless change, like seamless swap from like one to the other, which which I was surprised it would be so seamless because bartender is pretty seamless. But if you have like two A profiles, it kind of like bugs out for a second. So uh, so I haven't hit
2: that yet, thankfully. Um, but switching you, uh... has been very very easy to jump in there really quick. It's actually been really nice. I've been playing with it. I don't have a finalized UI yet, but on my Shaman, the the times when I got to heal, I I want to set up a completely different profile so that my frames are, you know, bigger and in a more important spot, because when I'm DPSing, I don't need to know who's in my group. Uh, But honestly, when healing, I need to know a lot more. Uh, So being able to just have it change for me when I swap specs, and it just just works, uh, is a, a godsend. It really does feel like an upgrade without needing to download nonsense that probably has too much attached to it that i don't want
0: yeah like um i, I, hmm, I want to like i think I, I think like my 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 current ui is is, is done quote unquote I just, I just need to see what it looks like in raid because i mean as as the raid leader i have a i have a lot of nonsense on my screen that's very that's obviously important but it does feel very cluttered at times um, so I'm expecting it to take about two or three weeks, or two rather two or three raids, for me to be able to do my raid UI. But with just like with just Blizzard stuff,
1: it's like super easy to do. So I'm very, I'm very, actually very excited for that. I have also been trimming down a lot of my add-ons, my weak auras and stuff. Um, there's a couple I got rid of that I I'm just I'm really trying to give base Blizzard UI more of a chance. Like I got rid of Grid Two. But I'm healing a lot more this patch. So there are a lot of times where someone gets like a debuff and the pace UI just isn't telling me. Like it's got this one tiny two pixel wide, uh, you know, blue swirly in the top. And I'm like, I don't even know if that's the one I should be dispelling right now. Uh, So I have to like look. And with Grid, it was all nice and set up. So we've definitely made a huge, huge step in the right direction with the UI. But I I still find myself kind of using other add ons and stuff as a crutch.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm expecting, like, next expansion, or rather, I just as time goes on, that they'll keep adding more options to do stuff like that, and just to eventually eliminate a lot of these add-ons. Because like, again, yeah, grid is like once you set it up, it's unmatched. There's nothing. There is nothing with that much customization. What? I well, I guess there are, but like once you set it up, like, why the fuck would you go do anything else? You know, you you spent so long to set it up perfectly for for you. Um, but yeah, eventually I, I hope Blizzard will have more options with the with that screen. Because I, like, I do like how it looks. There are some options that the Blizzard grid has that the add-on grid doesn't do. So I'd like, you know, in my perfect world is a, a combination of both. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do about that.
2: I complain about it a lot, but uh, I, I installed grid back in Shadowlands purely because uh, then I wanted my raid frames to be horizontal. And if I wanted them to stay in groups, the Blizzard frames would put this little delimiter between the groups of just telling me what group it was. But it added this horrifyingly ugly space. And it infuriated me so much that that was the only feature that made me download Grid. And I think a lot of those little nagging issues have been fixed. Again, there's a couple. I'm gonna keep pointing at the bag bar because I think it's one of the most. I, I maybe there's something spaghetti about it that I don't understand, but I feel like you could easily add an option to let me move that.
0: Yeah, because also like the bags. If you don't have a bag out on, you can't move the damn bags. And while for most people, I'm sure that's fine. I I need to yeah, I need to be able to move my bag across the screen for when I'm like you know making reagents for the bank or mats for the bank.
1: It sounds like we all kind of either specifically uninstalled or specifically kept installed bag-based add-ons or bartender to you know cope with Dragonflight's UI. But are there any other add-ons that you guys found where you're like, oh, this is a necessity for this specific expansion? Like, I didn't need this before, but now, now this is clutch. Hmm. I didn't. I don't have one that I didn't have before.
2: Most of my uh, most of my UI experience, I, I actually did the fresh reset. I, I put my old UI in a little folder and then uninstalled every add-on and then reinstalled new ones based on what I needed. I, I I tripped on a couple that I didn't have, but I I don't think I chose them just because of Dragonflight. I think I chose them just because I didn't know they existed previously. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't think I added anything new. The only thing I added that was new that I didn't have in Shadowlands was Rare Scanner, but I've used Rare Scanner in the past.
1: So. Uh, well, was there anything else that you guys like? had installed that you're like, well, now I'm definitely glad I have this. Like, you know, stuff that really felt like it was starting to stand out more. Weak Wars is always that one, right? Like, Weak, yeah. Wars, weak Wars has been nerfed
2: multiple times because <laughs> this add-on yeah. is unbelievable. I mean, seriously, go go watch uh, Method's Mythic Archimonde Kill from WAD. That ugly mess of lines on the screen is all a Weak Aura, and that fight caused them to to break... The uh, the code for how Weak Auras works because it was too strong. Yeah, Th- that add on is absurd. It's it's unreal, but that add on even
1: exists. When people say or complain, rather, it literally plays the game for you. Weak Auras gets pretty close. It gets it,
0: yeah, it, it definitely before, but pre pre nineteen nerfs,
2: yeah, it was yeah. definitely like able to do the game for you. There was an old add on, Brian. I don't know if you you had this installed back in the day. Uh, but it was, I believe it was like Rotation Helper or it was Tell Me When, was the one I used, where it basically was weak auras, but it would highlight the next button that the game thinks you should press. Like it, yeah, it would use a that. simulation to run and it played your character for you. That's as bad as I think it ever got. Fortunately, that also was nerfed. So I don't know. For me personally, my weak are all reminders. They're essentially action bars in the middle of my screen that aren't clickable.
0: Yeah, if Blizzard just gave me about 34 more action bars, I wouldn't need most of Uyghurus. Because I can just move around action bars. Well, speaking of the UI and and action bars, I want them to be a little more customizable. I want, like...
2: Action bars, you mean?
0: Yeah, action bars, sorry. Um, I want them to be just a little more customizable because you can do almost anything but you can't get rid of every tiny gap like like i and when i was using bartender still one of there was a one of my bars had like no gaps at all it was like that the 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 icons were enlarged even so there's literally no spaces and i really like that like feel and i can't do that with the base ui so that's kind of annoying now that i'm thinking about it
2: that that's a good point uh weak ors is actually a little bad about this uh in, in its base settings. You can fix it with some fiddling yeah but i d- I don't know what this is with like a lot of graphical displays having weird spaces and gaps between it for me it's just it just looks bad,
0: yeah, most cases or most of the time it's. This takes up a little more space man my 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 real estate is i i i uh it's very precious to me so
1: like having all these little little tiny tiny spaces something that i haven't had to download any add-ons for and i refuse to at this point because i still think it's too fun and i hate to change the subject but dragon riding man i can't not talk about dragon riding i love dragon riding i'm sure a lot of people also love it too but uh i, I heard people are like oh yeah there's there's this add-on or this week, Aura, where it tells you, like, your trajectory and the idea. Uh, what the, fuck? the heck with all that, man? I- I'm just here to cruise, man. I'm, I'm loving this. What so,
2: there, there's a, the, a long-running debate that Blizzard, I guess a, a fight that Blizzard's been having with the player base, is when they invented flying in BC and gave it to players, that was mostly a solution to fix the fact that flight points sucked. But BC also fixed flight points. So they, they've been struggling to design zones with flying in mind, which is why they keep trying to take it away from us and give us Pathfinder to, like, placate us later on. Yeah. Uh, that feels like they invented something so convenient I don't ever want to give it up. Dragon riding feels like they've invented heroin, and now I'm hooked. Yeah. Because I, I hate flying when I have to go back to Azeroth. Like, if I have to go to Ultiman and fly there, I am miserable. Because I don't get to play with the fun, really fast dragon riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like
0: mad about it. <laughs> like I'll like you know port to Stormwind. I'll get on the mount right out of the Mage Tower, and then I'll hit four, which is my my upward sky move, and then I don't go anywhere. I'm like cool. I forgot where I'm at. Nice.
2: I'm all for it. Like I love, I love the system. What I'm worried about is in an expansion from now if they can't figure out how to implement it in the rest of the world, which mm-hmm. I'm going to hope that they can. yeah, uh, that's going to be tough. They can't... You can't take this away from us now. Yeah. It's also just so much faster. There, speaking of weak ors, there's a weak or floating around, that will actually tell you how fast you're going. Whoa. I believe dragon Rider caps out at 1,500% move speed. Yeah. Where, when a flying mount caps out at 410% move speed. It's it's not even comparable how much mm. faster you get anywhere with Dragon Riding.
0: Wait, how do you get to four ten?
2: Uh it's three ten plus your base move speed. Is that not how it calculates it?
0: Oh, is that?
1: Oh. I might be wrong. It might just be three
2: ten. That's a good point. I need to go
1: test that now. I, I always thought it just was like, you know, this is the percent move speed you're at as opposed to a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. might
2: be that way. Too. In any case, then that's doubling them. My yeah, point that's... because now, now you're slower.
1: Yeah, now you're even slower. Damn it!
2: Uh, funny thing, and I can't wait till I read a forum post about this. I don't believe that on a pale horse from Death Knights or Crusader Aura from Paladins works with dragon riding.
1: Mm. Such a shame. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean,
2: how are fun. they ever going to get anywhere now?
1: Yeah, how do you how do you think I feel? I'm a druid, and everyone's mining and urban off their mounts. With the new, town, uh, the new profession systems. We'll get to that later, though. I'm, I'll be grumpy about that later.
2: Bro, okay, you, real you shit, you
1: devalued, though. Devalued druid flight form. Ruined, unplayable now. Unplayable.
2: Real shit, though. I am going to die mad because they also gave glide to evokers, which is cool. I'm glad. But why does a mashing space bar make them move faster than Ghost Wolf on my shaman? <laughs> Why huh. do they just huh. get to have Ghost Wolf by mashing Spacebar? Demon Hunters have it, and now Evokers have it. I already have almost no mobility. Please, just let me move. Hey, they gave you uh, Gustawood. <laughs> I can You know what say. they did? They 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 tossed a shekel my way and and, and told me to go buy something nice with Gustav Wind. Actually, though, I, I I as someone who's played Shaman for a long time. Just when only being around in Legion felt terrible through BFA and Shadowlands. Uh, I, I ended up getting into a, an argument with a, a guildmate back in Legion, uh, claiming that Shaman was mobile because they have Ghost Wolf. But right. when you're in Ghost Wolf, you can't press any of your buttons. Yeah, it's like, So yeah, I can get there a little bit faster than you, but I don't get to like press a Frost Shock or anything while I'm on the way. So, no.
0: Uh, That doesn't
2: count, sorry. Most of my complaints are actually... The the thing that really took it away was giving Spirit Walker's grace to shamans in general now. In Mm -hmm. Shadowlands, they gave it to Ellie, which was big, but now they... You can take it as enhancement, but you're kind of wasting the talent point. Mm -hmm. But still, having that back is really huge. I actually do feel incredibly mobile. uh, On every class uh, that I've played, I think they've added a lot more general utility... In
1: Dragonflight, for dragon riding specifically, I think we kind of spoke to this a little earlier. I have really enjoyed the the talent system, the, the glyph talent points or whatever they have for them. Um, it was really satisfying that I, if I really wanted to, I could just go do them, bang them out in a half hour. Like I could I could turbo the game, get everything done, and and be able to use it whenever I want. But it was also nice knowing that you know i wasn't going to show up to raid in 2 weeks and you guys weren't going to look at me and go well did you level up your dragon riding the whole way cool. like that's it's just not going to happen so it's nice to have fast as the game like that where it's like oh yeah if you really want to you know spam it go ahead like do it do it in a day or just do it at your own pace level take your time do all the zones you want to do skip what you want to grab some you know grab some dragon riding power ups on the way have fun on that note, uh, one thing I, I noticed is that
2: basically every quest in Dragonflight is designed for you to be able to do it without dragon riding. Uh, the ones that are explicitly about dragon riding being excluded. But uh, there was a there was a side quest I was doing in Baldrazis where it gave me a little taxi, like a little rocket to ride up the mountain. But it always lists optional next to it because you can just get on your dragon and fly up there. Yeah. So I I like that the game is designed without dragon riding being a requirement, but the dragon riding instead simply makes your life easier.
0: Yeah, having uh, I I always obviously like scream that having options is good. And even if the even if one of the options like a lot man, a lot a lot of problems that like MMOs like do is like power scaling, right? Eventually, like to release a new thing, it has to be the rank one best thing ever, otherwise, it's like worthless, right? Uh, RuneScape has this problem immensely, but with but that's not that doesn't need to be the case. Like, for instance, right now, like you're saying, you, you can just use like the fairy system, you can just like right click this portal and go, Wheew! and then boom, you're at the top instead of needing to call your dragon and do it yourself. Sure, it's slower, but you don't have to do it yourself, so like that's that's fine. And flight points. There are so many flight points all over this damn island that if I wanted to like go like make food or go to the bathroom instead of like flying there with my dragon potentially like going into a fatigue zone, I just like go to the flight master, hit the button, and then leave. Still, just like flight paths were designed to be before, and that's like that's great. Like so, it's like someone, someone's saying the flight paths are worthless now. Like no, they're fucking awesome. Like flight paths are still amazing. Like they don't like like they don't need to be the fastest way to get there. Like it's okay. Calm down.
2: Yeah, it's it's not even that they're useless. It's, it's that their they're old purpose is useless, right? Because yeah. like they're, they're no longer the fastest way from point A to B.
1: Not even close. But they do still have a use. It's just different than what it was before. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of hinted on it talking about being able to farm from your mounts, but uh, I don't know how much you guys have explored the new profession systems, but I have been really enjoying it. It feels really satisfying that I can take alchemy along with both of you and we can all sit there and kind of plan it out. Like, I feel like I'm a kid again, where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the potion one, and you do you do the flasks one, and you do the the one where you can transmute better, and that way, you know, you can help me, and I can help you, and like, we'll help each other, and it feels like we're all still useful, but we're all doing the literal same profession. It feels like they added kind of, almost specs to professions. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that eventually you can max them out, because I, I like just for completion's sake, just sort of maxing out all the little skill trees and stuff, but uh, I've been having a blast with them. No pun intended. From doing alchemy. Uh oh. what about you guys? Hmm.
0: As,
1: as our officer team, <laughs> professions
0: hmm. have been an interesting experience, to say the least. Because I, because obviously, we're, well, I don't know about obviously, but we provide every everything suitable for our guild and our raid team. So I still want to do that, obviously, but <laughs> trying to do so with like just us three is nigh impossible at the moment. Like, because because of all the specializations, and if and if I had infinite time, like if I was actually a kid again, I would I would like this system would be like absolutely perfect. Like this is like it'd be amazing. Um, but from that perspective, it's it's been a, it's been kind of irritating. But overall, I approve. I the only thing I don't like about it is the quality of like reagents and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's like right because because uh, eventually everyone will just have like three star eventually uh, will that make the one stars useless no they'll still be useful of course so they're not going to be like wasted wasted space or anything or wasted like in the world but they are wasted in your bags so i don't i don't need three slots for one herb and like, especially because there's uh like what 12 different kinds of herbs or something
1: there are a lot
2: so
0: that's that's the only pretty much the only
2: gripe i have with it at the moment I gotta be honest, the system is totally arcane to me. I am already somebody who wasn't super into professions to begin with, and I, I'm usually never into crafting in any game, uh, unless it really grabs me in some specific way, but it, it'll take me a long time to get into it. But the current way with, like, knowledge, I think, it's totally arcane. I, I, it, it, I'm reading moon rooms. I, reading Moonrims. I got absolutely nothing. If you asked me to explain it to you, I'd leave the room.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. It is. Again, I welcome I welcome the change. Before reflections, the professions were very boring before. But now, but now you could like this. It kind of goes back to I mean, it goes back to what Matt was saying. Like, if you feel like you're a kid again, you work with your buddies to like get X, Y, and Z, right? Um, but also, you could like make a character who their whole identity, and you could like play it as your main. Like, is is they an alchemist or whatever? And then you could be like, in theory, as, assuming the community you know exists the way that it, uh, it did in the past, is you could have like like this guy like this guy is the enchanter. He has all the enchanting stuff because he because he went down like the weapon tree. So like and while while all the other enchanters can get the same weapon enchant, this guy went down the talent tree so that he has like the best weapon enchant because it has like the highest quality whatever. So you like you might at least in like early early in the expansion. Y'all be able to like be that guy for, for X, Y, and Z professions. And that's, and that's
2: really cool. I really like that. That, that sounds super sick. And, and it, everything looks like that's what it's going to be. Uh, and I think actually that that does help with our problems specifically where we don't have infinite time and just doing it as us three is kind of rough. Uh, we can just pay the people who are doing it yeah, because everything's sellable. You just like, that's how they, they're going to make their money. Which, uh, a note I'm going to address briefly. I feel like I am making huge amounts of money. Way more than I have in the launch of any other expansion. Except maybe WAD with their mission table. But just farming a little bit, doing some quests. There's just a lot of gold floating around.
1: Yeah. I think my, my gold income has definitely slowed down a lot. But my typical gold income was BOEs. Uh, from past raids, and, uh, I am all tricked out on my druid. I think I have every transmog from Legion and from, uh, Battle for Azeroth, uh, all maxed out on, like, Mythic difficulty. Uh, so I don't have a huge reason to go back in there that often on my druid, and that's the main I play, so... I'm not seeing that that big income from just kind of lucking into some shoulders, some edgy demon hunter once or something, or mm. some monk shoulders or something. Um, but I, I definitely feel like I've been able to be a lot more loose with my money. Like I, I've definitely spent a ton, and my wallet has been unaffected from just selling some herbs here and there, or doing some work orders or something.
2: You, you, you mentioned it, actually. I forgot to bring it up. The work order system is actually one of the few things I do understand about the new profession layout. Holy shit, that system is so good. It is I so good. I love work orders. The idea that I can target at my guild, I can target a specific player, like that guy, the weapon enchant guy, I can send that guy a work order if I know who they are. So yeah. the idea of like server celebrities coming back is is very exciting to me. And then also... If I just want something quick, I just make it a public order. Uh, whenever I leveled my demon hunter as my second character, I couldn't find crafted boots on the auction house; they weren't just ready. I just put in a work order. I had the crafted boots in three minutes. Cost me a little bit of extra gold, but I think that that's more than worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And especially because you can again make like that could be your that could be your thing. You can literally log in while and be like, I'm the blacksmith, so I'm gonna go just do everything I can. Like their main game is to be a blacksmith. And you can do that again. Like that's that's rad. Like you can raid just for blacksmithing recipes and shit like that. Sorry about I what
1: you're am, saying. No, no, no. I, I'm. I agree. I think it's so cool that you can like log in and be a guy. Like it, it's also really cool that we can, you know, if 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 uh, Brian needs something done in jewel crafting, he doesn't have to sit there and scratch his head and go. I think. I think maybe Matt's evoker was a jewel crafter, or maybe it was maybe it was Ben's demon hunter. No more of that. You. Post the work order right in the guild. Then any guild, it can be like, "Ooh, I can be useful. Uh, yeah, I have that recipe. Let's let's get these made. Um, you know, we need a bunch of crit haste gems. Cool, I'm on it. It's so cool that we can like commission our friends to do this thing, and like, I don't know, almost keep the money in the family, essentially. And yeah, absolutely. And we get to level up our profession, and we get a cool thing. And I don't know, it, f- it feels like we're, it feels like we have a big way to re-strengthen the bonds of the community. And I'm just hoping that people with bots don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, true. I think I think they've taken
2: enough effort against botting in the past that we're mm-hmm. we're not going to have to worry about it. Uh, but one of the bad things that I've noticed, particularly with options, that being uh, files, which were flasks, uh, files and flasks—they're they, the same thing. Yep. Um, potions, food, enchants, all of that. There's so many different kinds of them. The problem is that I feel like rather than engaging with the fact that there's a bunch of different kinds, I'm just looking up a guide and being like, I don't know what is what a shaman one. Cool that mm-hmm. one. And I don't even read what it does. I just pick it.
1: Yeah, I mean, What's I think the... you go good. Go ahead, go ahead. You go. I was just gonna say, what what professions did you guys pick? I I did herbing and Alch- alchemy. So
0: uh i am as always an alchemist and an enchanter and it's mm, it's pretty cool i like him
2: i was paralyzed by choice so i am mining and herbing. fair enough what were you gonna say brian
0: i think uh like uh like matt referred to earlier like the meth lab is uh pretty crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like
2: (laughs) the meth lab has become a running joke where uh so someone will just t- yell in guild chat, put a bunch of A's or whatever, and it's just like, oh, their meth lab blew up. All right, makes sense because their their little experiment table almost killed them.
0: Yeah, uh, it
2: does a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, it literally takes you to one. It's fucking hilarious. So I, I, it's but it's like it's the only way to level as well. Like up to a certain point, so you you like need to be doing it. You can't just like not go for it. And to be fair it's also very cheap to like do the ex- experiments, so i, I again I, overall, I think it's a great a great thing they added with that being said, I keep going i'm actually specializing in the advanced <laughs> file so I can do it faster, so my four hour cooldown is now a two hour cooldown same with potions dude it's so good <laughs> like and uh and yeah, you, know, you get like the spree of like you get, like six experiments and you're like, oh, hype and then you explode and you're like yeah, that makes sense. I got six out of it, but then the next like four times you get like one shot. And you don't get you don't get any experiments done. you're like all right cool i guess it all evens out
1: guess i'll go fuck myself
0: yeah uh enchanting's been interesting because there's nothing like that like the only way for me to level my enchanting now is to make you know i mean obviously like the best enchant i can but with prices still kind of wild it's like still like 20k to make an enchant mm-hmm. um so i don't want to do that <laughs> for obvious reason uh, I am just, like, if the prices are good, I just, like, make it and sell it off, because I know price is going to be, like, especially, like, the first raid coming out, what, four days or something? Like, the prices are going to skyrocket, so I'm going to be selling off a bunch of those and then just, uh, to recuperate gold, and then just to make a good, a good fund for when, uh, we as a guilds are providing everything again.
2: Yeah, on that note, I've actually been stockpiling... hoping that the prices to spike on tuesday oh they absolutely uh, when when the realm resets and the raid comes out uh because they're gonna only stay up for a couple of days before they they just take their inevitable pretty steady curve downward and then settle at whatever price they're gonna be more or less for the rest of the expansion
0: yep yeah it'll go up like does like and that for for anyone out there trying to make gold every every expansion every tier Sell <laughs> sell every raid map possible on, on the first the first few days of a raid drop or a two year drop or an expansion drop or whatever it may be. Every single thing, just sell it. Just sell it. Like oh, you may need this later. Yeah, you probably will. Just buy it la- back later for half the price. Like that's like th- if that is the that is the laziest way to make a metric fuck ton of gold in this game. Like, oh but how do you get all this stuff? Well, after everyone's done raiding, like a few weeks before you know you're like you're yeah, a few months into the into the tier most people are done rating so then prices are like really low buy a bunch then you can it's like think of it like here's a scary buzzword like they have like stocks like buy buy low sell high right same idea literally the exact same idea invest invest the stuff that you like believe will be good and chances are low payoff they have not <laughs> they have not failed me Every every tier I started to do, every tier I did it, do it. So,
2: yeah, we're on expansion number nine, and it's been true every single expansion release.
0: Yeah, like, some like people are impatient. Like, I I mean, I was on the other side before. Like, oh, like day one, I want like oh I, I want to make sure I have flash for the raid. But instead of preparing early, I do it on raid day like
1: an idiot. So they have to pay a premium for it. So, same thing. Overall, I think talents look good, but I'm I'm apprehensive and excited at the same time somehow to see where they go further down the expansion. Like I said, I I really hope we can fill out more of of the tree a little easier. I hope that it gets easier to level it up as we go down the expansion, so that way, you know, if we have an alt that we want to gear up and get a profession on two patches from now maybe it's a little bit more forgiving than it is now Mm -hmm. Um, but i'm I'm perfectly fine with them pumping the brakes for now and just saying you know take your time like pace yourself you can have as much as you want but let's let's be smart about it so
0: yeah there's still like so many secrets that would be all know about like usually an expansion is figured out before the radio drops Mm -hmm. this one there's still new things happening which like, is exciting. It's fucking great, and I and I like. Oh, it's just so good. I'm very excited.
2: This expansion launch and Brian mentioned it, but I, I fully agree. We're definitely still in the honeymoon phase. Is the most fun I've had playing WoW, probably ever.
0: Yeah, it's it's up there for sure. And <laughs> the best part for me is I. Is that like like I took a week off vacation to play the damn game because I expected to need to do that effectively to like stay get ahead and stay ahead? But no, I I spent two days of my my vacation not playing well because I didn't need to like I was done, and that felt so good like it's because that like that also that helps prevent burnout. That's literally just good for the community if you can like log off for a few days and not feel like that you're missing out on all the homework that you've missed,
1: kind of thing. Um, I, I'm definitely guilty of staying up way too late on the very first night of release. I also took that, the majority of that week off. Uh, I, I don't remember when everyone was up till, but I was up till five in the morning my time. Uh, cause I just wanted to hit 71st, not on the realm, but just like, I just wanted to see it in the guild. Um, yeah, you I did it. that through nothing but skill. It was all me. It wasn't that almost every single one of you was getting terrible, terrible disconnects to the point where the game was unplayable (laughs) for several minutes at a time. It was all skill. I planned the route. Don't ask me why it took 12 hours instead of, like, 5 or whatever the speedrun was. That's, you know, I got DC'd due to to dragon
0: riding too fast, and then I got teleported to Westfall dead? And then the boat wouldn't come the second time either? Dude, that took me out for, like, three hours.
2: (laughs) I I think launch night was pretty, pretty brutal. Um, I think for the most part, though, every other bug I've been able to excuse is like, well, one, it's an MMO; they're they're always filled with bugs. And two, it's an MMO that just launched, so like, yeah, n- nothing's been game breaking, but launch night was brutal. It was really hard to keep playing. Uh, it's probably the first launch in a while that I've actually logged out before hitting max level. Yeah, same. usually I like to I like to kind of iron man it and, and go from you know sixty to seventy in this case. But I, I think uh, the, the boat was a was a particular thing, because I remember there were about eight of us, if I remember correctly, uh, all standing at the docks, you know, about 30 minutes before the expansion was supposed to set. And then six o'clock Eastern time, that's, that's whatever the expansion launched for me, we see an NPC shows up, uh, or maybe the NPC changed, I don't remember, the, the bar appeared above his head, that's like, the boat's arriving in five minutes. We're all patiently waiting. We're getting a little antsy. Five minutes ticks down, and it just says, the boat has an unknown arrival time. So we're just kind of staring at it, and like 20 or 30 minutes pass, and there's still no boat. Before eventually, what I think was a GM forcing, like, force spawning the boat to come and and pick us up was kind of nice. Uh, Because one of the experiences I remember that that we talked about a little bit was uh, when we first... Loaded into the Dragonlands, uh, there was a level like sixty-two or something. Evoker dragon riding next to the boat, but we were on the literal first boat from our server, so we're pretty sure that that was a GM
1: like making sure that the system was working. Yeah, that was that was that was a really sick experience. Don't forget, they also idiot-proofed the uh, the other boat. So that anytime you ran on it, it would teleport you f- like ten feet back, so so that you wouldn't accidentally get on the wrong boat. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's awesome. What it kept I didn't to know everyone? That. Uh, it, it was happening specifically to people who were, uh, I believe, level sixty. Yeah, they had like a quest. Maybe why would they go to BFA or like why would they go to this other place? Yeah. So I think it would register your level because uh, some people were like, "Well, how am I supposed to get there?" If I'm leveling a character which first of all i'm not choosing BFA to be a fatal level my character at this point but uh yeah people were saying like yeah i'm getting teleported right off and i think it was just so you didn't accidentally commit to the wrong boat
0: yeah it's because also like the like the gm spawn is flying the boat he's he had to or they they had to spawn like the same boat as the borales boat the only difference was it was turned the other direction
2: I haven't actually checked. Is it still the Morales boat?
0: I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I guess. I, I guess mean, I was on my pre San ago, but I don't remember.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna go look that up when when we're done here.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, but like it was so funny because like when the boat just like materialized, it, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the wrong boat. It's 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 still a boat." And then you know people get on the quest like like pro- pro- progress like accomplishes or whatever. And everyone's like, "Oh no, it's the right boat." And the by the like the boat's only there for what like. 15 seconds, like maybe, it wasn't long. and then it, it ported, it, it wasn't like, it doesn't like write off, no, it just like poof, and then we all got a load screen, and then, you know, then we rode into the, the Dragon Owls, and it was, that, that was, that was the one fucking cherry on top.
2: Yeah, from that point, it was all downhill, because uh, the bugs were pretty game-breaking, but yeah. uh, honestly, I, I still had a ton of fun with this launch, Uh bugs aside, Yeah, I think it was still great.
0: Yeah, still a good time. The best part about it was probably as the alliance, because the horde got on early.
2: Oh, you're right, because their boat had like no problems. I-, I actually remember when I went to level my demon hunter, I did it on the second day, uh, and the alliance boat still wasn't working, I flew to Orgrimmar and like stowed away on their boat.
1: Lol. Among <laughs> uh, us. We, we kind of got to play with this a little bit before... Dragonflight, but uh, and we touched on a little bit. How do you guys feel about your your new talent trees, uh, Ben? Ben, you were kind of talking about your shaman one specifically. Do you have anything else to to add to what you were saying before? I'm going to preface you know, this.
2: I'm going to preface this by saying that I am horribly biased, but I think that shamans have the best talent tree in the game right now. Um, I I, I would say about half. I think it's like six of the classes have throughput like either bonus healing, bonus damage, or whatever, in their class tree. Uh, Shaman has two talents that increase your damage done, and both of them are on the way to stuff you want, and very easy to take. Uh, I think that all three of the specs... Resto is definitely the weakest, but Resto Shaman's having its own problems. But Between Ellie and Enhancement, being able to smoothly transition between single target and aoe is phenomenal actually having choice that i get to make based on what i'm seeing from my group and or the fight or the dungeon or whatever <laughs> taking points and cleansing totem in halls of infusion taking uh mm-hmm. liquid magma totem whatever i feel like there's not much movement i i love that level of decision making where I'm not just copying the same six talents from the guide and never changing them the entire expansion.
1: What about you, Brian?
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I, 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 I mean, obviously I like it so far because the options are always great. And how uh, do I explain this best? There are some talents for rogues that I really don't like. For instance, I can reprimand. I didn't, I didn't like it in, in Shadowlands. I don't like it now. Uh, thankfully, Outf- outlaw current the the quote unquote best build for outlaw doesn't take it, which I'm thankful for. Uh, I'm also thankful that the piano for outlaw has uh, has taken some keys have have been are, are gone, so it's not I don't need a foot pedal <laughs> to play this class efficiently. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm glad for that. There's a uh, well, I mean, town tree's feel good overall. Like all the utility options are really good. Like we have, we if I if you want, you have a ray utility now, in, in atrophic poison question mark, which rogues didn't have for Rose never had ray utility besides like tricks, <laughs> so so no that's so that's welcomed. Uh, I'm as 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 raid leader, I don't. I'm not excited for the people to be like, I didn't take solar beam.
2: Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, great. I, that's gonna be rough. I think for the most part, raid content uh, doesn't ever have these kinds of checks. I think the dungeon content is a lot more often where you're going to be like, Oh, whoops, I uh, forgot to take my dispel. Uh, I guess we're going to die this pull. I, I, very rarely is there a raid fight ever that requires utility from your DPS that isn't stuff like, uh, like uh, the roar from druids that buffs move speed or the, the wind rush totem. Or generic like healing, like ancestral guidance, or anything like that. But usually, never uh, do you need your DPS to have their dispel ready. Yeah, yeah, um, that'll, be, that'll be interesting.
1: I I don't know. Um, I, there are some things on the tree for druids, at least, that I think you know. It's an interesting choice. Do I take, um, do I take mighty bash and stun stuff? Do I take remove corruption so that I can get rid of these poisons for this dungeon? do i do I need to take both because we have a bunch of dangerous mobs, and maybe'm i the only one, only one who can deal with those two particular mechanics. Um, but then there are other times where I'll look at stuff on my tree and I'm like, are you telling me I have to put a point into hibernation? You know how many times I'm gonna use this? Almost never. this this it targets like two very, very, you know, uncommon things, granted now that dragons are everywhere, you know, oh. fingers crossed but it was just very strange like yeah i'm i'm super cool with them taking some stuff but other stuff i'm like you're tell me i got to put a whole point in for this
0: yeah there're definitely some things like that um there's also there are also some things i'm surprised that aren't as like there aren't aren't like a guarantee like you must take this talent thing like for outlaw rogue there's a there's a talent that increases your attack speed with slice and dice for every combo, pe- combo point spent on it and i was like that sounds it's like 2% per so you get like 7 column points that's 14% more attack speed and, I, and most of the raid builds right or most of the, all of the builds including mythic plus builds don't have that talent selected and i was like that's really interesting i'm i'm some so i've been playing around with a couple builds that do have that talent selected and I, i'm not sure if i like it yet but it's been it's like there's a lot of stuff like that
2: that's like super weird I, to to jump in on that cuz i actually ran into a similar problem uh with shaman <laughs> For Outlaw, like in that case, I think the main problem is that most of your slice and dice doesn't come from pressing the button as yeah, much as it does true. the uh, roll the bones buff. So, like, that's why it's not good. That's and, actually in, a good like, point. Yeah. Ellie Shaman's having a similar problem. We have a. Uh, so, the weapon abuse for Shaman are a huge deal, like, historically. But for Ellie, they haven't mattered in forever. For Enhancement, they're still a huge deal. So, there's a talent to make your flame tongue good for Ellie Shamans. At least if you're if you're playing the you know the fire setup, but because it's not actually good enough, the like uh, consumables that you can put on your weapon are better than it, so oh. it's still a wasted talent point
1: because That's they don't weird. stack.
2: There's a couple weird like I, I I would call them lack of finish like it's not polished correctly. Yeah, uh, here and there. Overall, I think it's a slam dunk. You know, they they really killed it. But there are still some nagging issues. And I think for the most part, a lot of these nagging issues are made to be a lot bigger deal than what they really are, because people don't actually have a lot to complain about.
1: Yeah. Are there any big standouts for you guys of, like... Man, you tell me I got to take this just to get to the good talent. Like, not even just like, oh, I guess I have to take the 2% buffs to my stamina. Like, no one's going to be that sad about it. It's a little lackluster, but it's still cool to get a, you know, a stat buff. But I've definitely got some stuff on the Druid Tree World. Like, I got to take all this stuff for bear form. I only use that when we're doing, like, plus 20s for mechanics where someone tells me ahead of time, hey, I can't outheal this. Just pop every defensive you have. Like, is there anything like that for you guys, where you're just, like, disappointed you even have to take this?
2: There's a couple of those, but this is where I think that I, I am I am correct in saying that Shaman has the best talent tree. Because almost every point where I'm like, wow, why is this here? Either has a good reason, it's there as, like, a, a point budgeting system. Like, it, it's so I can't just select everything that's good. Uh Or the thing that I that's in the way that like I have to take to get the thing I actually want is good on its own. It's just like a generic passive. Like uh, for instance, there's a talent called ancestral defense that just increases my leech and avoidance by two percent. That's pretty good. But it's also walling off the really good talents that are right after it.
0: Yeah, Ka- lot of Rogue has one that just increases stam. And if and if you look at it from like how do I put this? Like just purely like not like 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 the first layer of the onion kind of thing. You're Like oh, it's dumb. Like I'm a DPS. Why would I need that stamp? Um, but because of that, it's kind of, it's kind of like in the fantasy, or well, because outlaw outlaw rogue is the you know the swashbuckler, the what's in your face. You don't even like need to stealth as an outlaw rogue. Like it doesn't it's like not that much benefit for you to to even stealth. So like, you're you're more like in your face. So you actually need that stamp. Like that's that's kind of like class fantasy thing. And then the assassination and sub rogues. They both don't have that any sort of that talent, so their health is way lower because they need to be more like finessed with their like going in and out of stealth to like do damage and avoid avoid attacks and yada blah blah. So I, so if you look at it, like first layer of the onion kind of thing, it's like oh, that's stupid. But you peel back any like one other layer, you're like oh okay, that's actually really interesting. So I actually don't have a I don't have a single talent that I can think of at the very moment I'm staring at the tree that I am upset that I have to take
2: at the moment something you you mentioned briefly brian but the just to just to get it out there a lot of people complain when these talent trees were first done like uh, the first point in the enhancement tree is to select storm strike it's been a core ability since burning crusade yeah. and a lot of people will complain like oh i can't believe i have to waste a point on storm strike it's not that you have to waste a point on storm strike because the tree would be the same if you got one less point and storm strike baseline it's just so that they can clearly say that enhancement shamans get Storm Strike, Ellies and yep. Resto do not. That's it. That's all that that's there for.
0: Yeah, it's like before you hit you hit your talent keybind and it's like, okay, assassination baseline gets these six moves. Well now it's on the now it's on the assassination tree. It's the same thing. It's just now that you have like you can troll and not take it, I guess. <laughs> like, it, but that's or, you know. or even
2: not trolling, there's actually some choice, right? Like on the yeah. Ellie tree, uh you can ignore most of your cleave options that are on the left side of the tree generally, uh, to go for a completely different style of build, or you can, like, take a couple of points out of the single-target stuff and go into a couple of the cleave talents, and now you're a little good at cleave. That's where I think that this re- this talent system really shines, where the other one, which I thought was an improvement over, like, the classic talent design, yeah. uh, kind of lacked, is that there there was no nuance. The talents were very all-or-nothing because there were so few of them.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I, I I agree for the most part. I, I'm I'm happy that some stuff is there. Um, it's a little bit of a bummer when I have to take something where I'm like, ah, I feel like I'm never going to use this or it's never going to come up. But uh, I understand why it's there. And for the most part, looking at my tree, it is exciting that I can't get all the cool toys. Like, it's really cool that I want them all. It would be yes. a real big bummer if like, every single guide I go look up or every single other druid I talk to is like, yeah, obviously I take all the good ones. Like, why would I ever take these literally terrible ones? It's so cool that there is so much choice, and it's not even, you know, always just AoE or, or single target. Are you doing Raid or are you doing M+. Plus? It, it really does genuinely feel like, well, what do I want to press? What buttons do I want on my bar that do cool things? And it's cool that I want a bunch of different buttons and I want to try a bunch of different combos, you know? Absolutely as for talents they're definitely better than the most recent ones we had where you're just kind of picking between a choice of three you get them every 15 or so levels and some of them just don't do anything like some of them are I don't know you're like 15% faster or something yeah
0: like there's like they have, they have lines of utility like a whole, a whole rows of utility rather as but some utility, utility you'll like never use in a, in a PvE scenario at least
2: Absolutely. And I, I think the, uh, the most embarrassing part of the previous talent system were uh, talents where there was no choice on the row. Yep. Uh, yeah, One of the main examples being Fire Mage, right? There was a talent called Flame On. Gave you another charge of Fire Blast, and it made your Fire Blast cooldown lower. The power of that talent compared to the other two things that were on its row was laughable. You never even considered taking anything else on that row because it was just way too good. And then, conversely, I believe it was Affliction Warlocks had the only one that lasted the entirety of Shadowlands. I don't remember the name of the talent, but uh, it was a DPS loss for you to take this talent versus
1: having no talent selected in that row at all. Definitely every class I would look at Shadowlands and before. Um, If something tickled my fancy that week and I wanted to try out, you know, Demon Hunter or something, I would go look up a guide just to see kind of what people defaulted to um, so I could see, like, you know, what I want to do. Um, and there were so many times where every guide was like, this option's fine, this option's also fine if you're not playing at, like, a higher level, like, it's fine. This third option is literal garbage, and I think it's a personal attack on me if you take it, (laughs) uh, and that was every single row. Like, every row was like, this one's the best, this one's fine, um, don't take this one. This, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice by taking this one. And granted, that would change from time to time with buffs and nerfs, but... Almost every class I would go try, if if there wasn't just one viable option, there were only two. And you were genuinely hindering yourself taking the third. And that kind of stinks. And yeah, I, I like, don't feel like that's happening at all with this new tree.
0: Yeah. Yeah, before there were definitely talents that were, like, you were actively trolling for taking.
2: I think that there's still a couple that are that are like, why why is this even on the tree? For the most part, they've trimmed them all down. Uh, there are still a few here and there. Uh, Demon Hunter has one of them uh, where it buffs your Immolation R's like initial damage. I believe is what it does, and it, it just kind of makes no sense. It, and it does so little damage that you should never really take it. It doesn't block anything for pathing, but uh, I, I think for the most part that that's fine. Uh, like Enhancement Shaman has Feral Lunge on its class or on its spec tree, but you don't have enough points to ever consider taking it. But I, I think it's still good that the choice is there. Like I can sacrifice some throughput if I really feel like I need the extra mobility.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of those things where like there's there's there always there's always gonna be those kind of talents for if you only play like one side of the game. Like for like maybe for PvP you do take feral launch or so or something like that. You know?
2: Oh yeah, there, there are situations where I there is an argument to take feral launch almost certainly. I think this talent system does a really good job of avoiding talents where it's like it is a personal attack on me yeah. that you take this. For the most part, that's not the case. There, there are definitely talent builds that are bad, but that's Absolutely. with this with this much choice, that's inevitable. You're going to get that no matter what.
0: I'm waiting to see like a class that has like a the the best best DPS build, quote unquote, has like no keystones or capstones.
2: I can't think of... I feel like there is one, but I can't there, think of it off the, the top of my head. I'm
0: positive there is one, or will be one. Like, just, like, you know, like, some... Like, tuning shit happens, you know, like, the third tier of Shadowlands. All of a sudden, rogues don't take anything in the latter half of the tree. Because the first stuff is so good, everything's been nerfed or something. Or everything's been buffed or something, you know, like, whatever it be. Just, like, some absurd, like, meme
2: shit. Yeah, I think for the most part, they have nailed it. like... Generally, the further down you go, the better the talents get. Yeah, a talent I really wish
0: we I got to use um, overall is is uh, improved between the eyes for rogue. This is another gun move, <laughs> and base, basically what it does is it does like four times the crit does like four x
2: damage <laughs> or something outrageous so yeah that used to be baseline for between the eyes but like them bringing it back was was sick and then yeah. now you just don't get to take it
0: really yeah now it's like never used um i say i say right now i'm sure they're you know we'll we'll see with tuning and all that crap but it was it was it was really it was always like a really satisfying move to like because <laughs> because it, like, it also uh the move also buffs your damage uh, your damage done to that target. So it's always cool, like, oh, I need to do mechanic turn between the eyes, pistol shot. <laughs> like, I don't care, I'm over here now.
1: Like, no, it's it's uh, that was it's a really fun fun ability. Uh, I feel like for the most part, like looking at my tree, um, all of the ones where you get one of two options, I genuinely want both <laughs> options for most of these in a good way. Like, yeah. I'm excited to try different combinations of. Of different buttons and and a lot of them add something mostly interesting. It doesn't. It really doesn't feel like oh man, why would I not pick this one option? Like it's just so much better than the other one. Like it feels like they did a good job of like picking what to put. You know to pick between.
0: Yeah, like the ro- rogues have an option between cheat death and elusiveness. Elusiveness just lowers your AOE damage taken. Mm-hmm. It's like like why would you ever take elusiveness? Like always take cheat death. Well, like there's a fight that you're like that's if, if you can just dodge the mechanic. Just fucking dodge the mechanic and then use like use faint. So like there are there are, there are definitely gonna be times where I'm gonna take a lucinous instead of cheat death, just to like help you know alleviate some of the damage taken, and then obviously the other times where I can, <laughs> I can, can I cloak this like well do I have cheat death on? I do. All right, cool. I'm gonna go see if I can cloak this.
1: Uh, well, we've got all these new talents. Uh, do you feel like you have had a better time exploring these new zones? How do how do we feel about the new, the new dragon flight areas?
2: I've got another hot take, and this sure. might be the honeymoon phase talking. This is the best zone design in WoW ever, and it's not close. I think the second place goes to Wrath of the Lich King because they correctly implemented like flying mounts as part of the zones, and it's very nostalgic. Right, you've got Ice Crown, Storm Peaks; it's all beautiful and gorgeous and everything. Uh, but this, the Dragon Isles, are, are so so beautiful and fun to just be in
0: yeah I think that okay. those are really good i i'm will i'm willing to give it second place i What's think first three my first i think has to still be I think i think it's wrath like and for the sole reason is that like for not like wrath classic is now you can enter everything because you know they're playing on the last patch forever but like starting starting wrath like halfway through is is roughly when I started um you couldn't go to ice crown like that zone everything everything killed you you can go to, like like the camps and stuff like that but there's always like an area that if you got to it was like what are you doing here you're not supposed to be here yet like die <laughs> and then like and the, and the mobs just kill you so i i uh i want them to somehow have that in future in future zone designs whereas like like say like say um how do I put this, like, like say the 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 last tier of Dragon Isles or Dragonlands has like a you know a, like a like we go to another island or some shit like that. And it's just like it's just over there. It's it's a slightly slightly west, but we couldn't see it. Or whatever. Like I I I would have wanted them to give us the island and make it kind of like GM island where like you can go there, but every single thing one shot to And it remains a mystery. No one knows what it's for. Like it's like everyone th- like there's like all the people who are who are explorers will be like i gotta know what's on that island like what's on that cave you know like i see it on the map i want to go and that always leaves you like oh like a like a thing of mystery and and then they don't tell you for like a year and a half <laughs> like you have no idea but they, they like may hint through it in the story a little bit like throw like you're in like the planes like like hey are you guys you hear you walk by two npcs and they're like have you guys seen like that, the fog is cleared up. You guys have seen that island over there? Like, what's over there? Like, I don't know. We should call it an adventure or something. Um, like, I, I wish something like that currently existed.
2: I I completely agree. I think that that, that would be great. But also, I am still holding out hope that they could, like they could easily do what you just said. Oh, absolutely. With uh, with a timeless Isle type zone, I think that the Dragon Isles generally are pretty like cheery. Overhaul. Yes. Yes. There, there's a lot of, like, fucking around to do in the Dragon Isles, which is a welcome change of place from the Maw and Maldraxxus, which My were super hell and gross. But I, I really like how much of a change of pace this is, and I think that they have given themselves enough breathing room to rip that away from us whenever they're like, okay, here's your Timeless Isle zone. It's on fire, everything, once you dead, and you don't belong here yeah and your dragons are afraid to come here yeah like you you have to you have to learn new dragon riding to even get your dragon to go here yeah
0: to do so you must
2: complete all the all the courses on gold yeah like something that like yeah let me dragon ride there, but like it, it's a challenge, not just a a i don't even want to say a barrier but just a minor inconvenience is, like, getting the glyphs, right? It doesn't yeah. take long. It's not there to be a long-term challenge. But then later on, you can introduce these zones where dragon riding isn't the free, fun activity that it is now. It is instead a dangerous activity that you have to engage in sparingly or at least get severe or increased training to actually go to. I, I think that them being able to flip the script the, it is going to be extra powerful here in Dragonflight, just because of how cheery the zones are.
0: Yeah, I like the thought of, like, yeah, the the island is over there. To get there, you have to go through this, like, course, and you have to go through all these, like, all the rings to give you more, like, vigor, or to more energy, or to go faster, and if you don't make enough stuff, you, like, literally die. <laughs> you don't make it to the island. And then once, but once you get there once, like, we've, we've secured, like, a, a passage, a and enough mages have gotten here you know for lore purposes there's a portal portal or or there's like uh or like some guy has trained uh, some npc has trained enough dragons to like okay you can take this flight path here but you can but you have to come here first like you have to get here on your own first to like find me to like you know be able to like for me to be like oh yeah oh yeah traveler just give me five gold and i i got you i can smuggle you in kind of thing So I I think something like that would be super cool and I think it would be a huge missed opportunity if they didn't do something like that where like dragon riding was uh, actually hard (laughs) like something you needed to do with it
2: to get to his own I mentioned earlier on that I really don't want them to take dragon riding away from me but thinking about it now I do think it's actually an appropriate gut punch if they don't necessarily take it away from me but uh uh they they steal it from me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's not that they're taking the bottle away from me and and never giving it back because they don't feel like it as much as this NPC took dragon riding away from you. Don't you want to go kick his ass now?
0: Yeah. Well, then like yeah. And we'll eventually when they we go back to the the old world. Do we call it that? Um, the other the other continents, if you will, and we can't use dragon riding. I, I'm I'm very. Excited to see how they they because they 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 have to like there's no way they don't right like this can't be one of the systems that die in that die in the
1: expansion. I mean, you can evoker not evoker drakthir, same thing, right? You can drakthir fly in uh in like regular other parts. Oh, really? Also. Okay. It's it's not like they don't have the basis of it implemented. Oh yeah, you you can use a uh, soar anywhere. But I,
2: I think the biggest problem they're running into is not necessarily just implementing dragon riding, but the fact that they have like 580 mounts or something in this yeah. game mm-hmm. that are worthless. But these four are all you're ever going to use.
0: Yeah. Like even even when they like even when the like there's, there's so far I've seen like this the what do I call them the explorers the the secret hunters I guess the what are, I don't know what the hell they're called but that community I've seen four mounts. That you can unlock in the Dragon Isles, but you're not going to use them here. <laughs> Why the fuck would you? They're not dragons. Like they they don't have the dragon riding like moo. So like I, I think so like cool. You I, can get think, them, but they're going to use you're going to use them only in Stormwind or something. Yeah.
2: I, absolutely. I think in general, though, like just assuming they're going to add dragon riding to the rest of the world and going into the next expansion, uh, a lot of the problem I, I hear mentioned are like animations. Oh, I course. think for the most part they can honestly kind of ignore the animations and sort of just let it look a little goofy. And enough people will be okay with that. That like, yeah, if I'm on Invincible and when it flaps its wings and goes forward, it looks kinda doofy. That's more or less fine.
0: Yeah, that's hilarious.
2: Just... Well, one, that's hilarious. And and like there there's gonna be some mount that looks totally stupid. Dude, uh doing the dragon riding stuff and I'm I'm here for that. No, that's I great. I don't think they need to make unique animations. Again, I'm not a developer. I don't know how hard this is. It, maybe it's impossible to just apply dragon riding to the currently existing mounts.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> or, yeah.
2: R- rather, or, or yeah.
0: But like for for some of them for sure, like you're saying like the um like I mean, okay, right like this second. Think of any ground mount that has short legs. They look so goddamn funny when you're fast as fuck. It's the funniest thing on the planet watching like the turtle <laughs> like go at like two hundred
2: percent move speed. True. It
0: makes you uh, so happy.
2: And, and also thinking about it, actually, something that, that makes me laugh is uh uh mouths that don't have wings at all that fly. Like um the priestess's moonsaber from BFA, like what that would look like doing dragon riding where That'd it's just like running in midair. Yeah. I, I'm here for the goofiness of it. But I, I could understand how that would really kill the immersion a lot of people have. Oh, for sure. But, like, fuck him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck is a
0: reasonable take. Like, I don't know. I, I'm really excited. I, like, may, maybe this is just me wanting to do, like, tricks in Stormwind. Like, maybe that's... <laughs> like, maybe that's all this is. I, I think
2: a, a lot of my opinion on it is that I will accept most downsides if I get to keep the speed and the fun of it. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine, in two patches from now, if they're like, to get your dragon more acclimated and to bond further with it, we have set up courses across Azeroth for you to go do. You back just... to Kalimdor, back to the Eastern Kingdoms, above Stormwind, down in Gnomeregon, who cares? Like, get crazy. like Yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be fucking that'd be awesome.
0: Like, I, I, I realize I'm the one that plays runescape that or has played runescape aggressively before or that aggressively before um but they introduced uh rooftop agility so in the main cities basically you just did like parkour in like the main cities to like gain experience and the, the agility skill and like that was like a great that was an amazing addition because you got to see like stuff in different like just povs because i mean because obviously i don't know obviously in RuneScape you can't fucking fly so like you're never gonna ever see the roofs of anything <laughs> you know like you're never gonna see them so like that was really cool so like for and then you know back to azeroth to do all that stuff and in, in the old world would be so
1: damn cool you know as for like like a secret area or something i definitely felt that way the first time someone was like hey are you getting cataclysm i'm like i don't know why they're like we can go to the maelstrom i'm like the what the what now? That thing in the the thing in the middle of the map? That Wait, that's a place? That's a place you can go? Apparently. a magic. Holy shit. Okay,
0: so next expansion. Here's my, here's my, here's my, uh, if I, if I had a genie, I had a few wishes kind of thing. Give me, obviously, player housing, because I, we, I, I really fucking want that shit. Whether it just be, whether it just be guild halls or personal. Either way, fucking give it to me. Just make it more customizable than garrisons. That's my only, my only shtick. And then in these these player-owned housings, or maybe, like, separate two somehow, I don't know how they want to fucking do it, how they even can do it, <clears throat> excuse me, but make it so you can have, like, the Halo Forge for Dragon Riding Courses.
2: I'm mad about what you just said, because I know we're not going to get it. No, we're never getting God that. God, do I want that so oh, bad. The, am mad the
0: Forge! Like, I, like, people that don't play Halo at all, like, play the
1: Forge! <laughs> like... Like I mean people who play Mario Maker will will get the same effect like k- uh, here here I I'll, I'll help you. I'll help Blizzard pull it off. Blizzard, we would be doing the work for free for you. We would make oh, the courses. exactly. All exactly. you have to do is give us the give us a reasonable amount of tools. Give us and the- We will sit there for days, for months making and playing each other's courses to see who can get the best times or see if you can screw with your friends like haha, this one's near unbeatable.
2: Okay, so maybe Maybe Blizzard aren't the people we ask for it. If there's any add-on developer out there... Oh my god. If you could make this, you would be a bajillionaire just for me. I would give you all of my money. Dude, dude, hold on.
0: Okay, I don't really know how much you guys know about it, but the in Final Fantasy XIV, with the player housing, there are people who make like their entire living being interior designers
2: in a video game. What? Some of the stories <laughs> I used to hear about Second Life.
0: like like, exactly
2: that sounds like like the thing people make up about video games but isn't real yeah exactly like literally like like i
0: mean i could go on i could go on forever about about 14 how like they have revolutionized the game and and or the genre and completely have challenged blizzard specifically into changing up their their shit because like before before um before 14 like popped off May- maybe maybe 10 percent of the wild WoW player base wanted player housing like because we because we most of us have the the trauma of garrisons right so are like oh they they're not gonna be able to do it like we had garrisons they tried like we don't want that no like fuck it like don't don't worry about it and then you know 14 popped off and everyone's like having like parties in their houses like people are getting paid i don't know if this is legal so maybe i'm not <laughs> so hopefully people uh, maybe maybe this doesn't get someone banned uh but like people like I know people who are making real life money interior designing like their like fucking communities houses. Like what the fuck? Like, how how is what reality are we in?
1: Love yeah. the ingenuity though. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. Like, and that's what Blizzard could have. And those people, hey, spoiler, they stay sub the whole time, you fucks. Like, you want player attention? <laughs> you want people to stay subbed to your game? Forever, you don't need to give us these six mounts or six months, six months, twelve months, like silly mounts or whatever it may be. Yeah, they're cool. Whatever, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm subbed to them because like, what am I do? Not play the game. I'm a fucking guild master. Remember, i was always, always playing the same game. Like, dude, you, you give, you give us that. You give us the forge. You give us player housing. You give us like, and you know, you spend, you did, you did give fucking like fifty, sixty developers like entire things. That's their whole job is to do this. I
1: guarantee you. It'll pay off. Like not down my mind. Uh, do you guys have a favorite zone yet in Dragonflight? You know, it's got to be Waking Shores. It, it, it's the first
2: <laughs> one, but I think it's also clearly the most fun to explore because on in Plains, it, it's plains, right? It's kind of flat. It's the Grand, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like by, it's really good. Yeah, but it, it's not my favorite, right? Like there, there's not a ton to it. I really like the contrast between like the obsidian areas, but also like there's a clear difference between like the areas the black dragons lived in versus the uh, the I don't know the big giant guys. I don't remember what their name is. I, it's hard to pronounce. Uh, but like the 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 lava theme mixed with like the red dragon shrine area where there's all this ruby life water flowing. It's great. I I like the Waking shores a lot. Brian's there a standout one for you.
0: Who I don't know. I I think. Uh, I don't, hmm, I spend the most time in the Waking Shore just due to key farming, but I don't, I don't know if it's my favorite. I don't even know if I have a favorite, to be honest with you, because, like, every, not every zone, but, like, the, so the shores, I don't know about the plains, I don't think the plains have one, or what I'm thinking of, but Waking Shores and the Azure sp- Span have, like, those, like, areas of the map that are kind of, like, that mysterious, like, danger area. Mm-hmm. And I, like, really like that. Like, obviously, it's not... The Citadel is not a fucking mystery. But the point is, like, it's filtered... Filtered? Filter, huh? Question mark? It is full of elites. Like, at first glance, you're like, oh,
2: I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, uh, the Brackenhide Hollow, I think, does a lot better yes. job of that, mostly because it's not just filled with people killing stuff constantly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but, I really, yeah, but I really like that part. And, like, the Cobalt Assembly is, like, really interesting, that area. Because it's, like, its, it's own, like... It's base. It could be its own zone. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you told me the Icobal Assembly was like an island, like off of you know over there, I would have I would have believed you if
1: I knew it was there. I'm a big fan of the Azure Span as well. Um, it's got the the timber wooded area and it's got the big frozen area. It's it's kind of cool. Um, also I'm just a sucker for uh Caligos in this in this particular expansion. He's just he's just hanging out with his little walrus buddies and like there's, you know, there the, all the quests are like. You want to go fishing? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. its I don't know. It's so chill and laid back, and it's such a refreshing thing to not be like, yeah, hey, adventurer, the jailer, this ultimate being who lives in uh, mega hell um, is kind of threatening us. Did you want to collect six pebbles for me? Now it's just like, dude, just take a break from the crazy stuff you're doing with dragons. Just come fishing for a little bit. Or like, man... Do you want to make some soup right now? I want to make some soup right now. I hope it doesn't turn into a big goopy slime monster. Like, it's pretty fun. I, I like the Azure span a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I love. I I think I said it last time, but our I love how alive the world is. And uh, and another like pocket that I want for them to kind of explore is uh the the that corner of uh the last zone, Thaldraxis, Thal Thaldraxis. Thaldraxis. Thaldraxis, sure. Um, the way you go like back in time, or you're in the future or some mm, shit. Like gotcha. just that like bit, I realized we had an entire expansion that we were in a different fucking timeline, and that wasn't very fun. <laughs> I understand that, so I don't want that. But I'd like them to explore more with that area, and that like concept for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, were there any were there any quests you guys did that kind of like drew you to a zone, or ones that you Like, even world quests you find yourself going back and doing over and over. Anything that's, like, really memorable for you? Obviously, spoilers ahead if you're into doing all the questing.
2: Uh, I think everything with the little bronze dragonflight area. The fact that you go into the future where it's kind of post-apocalyptic, because, like, it's the future where the primalists win, uh, and you have to sort of get Chromie and the infinite dragon out... Uh, and then you, there, there's the the joke past with uh, like end time, but it's all Murlocs. Uh, so or, or even earlier in the zone, big spoiler because it is one of my favorite moments because I I thought my game crashed when it happened, but instead it just it it, it was so good. Whenever you go back to your starting zone for your yes. race, yes, I yes, yes. extra loved it. Whenever I was on my Demon Hunter, because then it played the cinematic from Legion. Uh, oh, that no, quest no. was phenomenal.
0: Uh, I'll say those two are it. Um, are the because like I'm I'm like the worst person to ask about about this. Like I skip every cut scene. I I read no dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> so so with that being said, this kind of strengthens the point about how the world feels alive, even to me who who skips literally everything. <laughs> like it's the world still feels alive. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, yeah, the the going back in time and going through that section. Uh, with Deathwing and all that stuff, from, like, the Murloc perspective, was one of the... I legitimately laughed. Like, I never... I never give two-thirds of a fuck about the quest we're on. <laughs> like, it's not, like, if it's... Like, I, I don't remember a fun quest ever existing, because it was always, like, kill six boars. The drop rate, for some reason, uh for the the boar's left foot is not 100%. So you have to kill 500 boars. <laughs> like, that's... That's, to me, that's all questing was. You know, or like mm-hmm. or, like... Hey, I can see that in a piece over there. Can you tell him I said what's up? That like yeah, go over there. Get yeah, a like, pencil.
1: What? Okay, come back over here. But you don't have anything to write on. Go over there. Get a piece of paper. Come back. Now make sure you staple the paper together. Okay, now write on it.
0: Like yeah, exactly. Like those quests. Like what the what the fuck? And I get like, and I don't, I'm not even upset that those quests exist. I'm upset that like, that's all. That's to me. Because I guess someone who's a filthy, you know, like lore skipper. That's all it ever felt like. But then, because of that, because of the, like because of those two quests that like brought us back to Murloc Deathwing era question mark question mark ping or, or like the starting zone thing, like those, man, there's I I could go on for another half an hour easy about just my experience in those in the those two quests because that was that was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience.
2: Briefly, just to mention it i loved like the, the the gag at blizzard's expense where they had the heart of asmerloth like the heart of azeroth so and good. it titan forged almost every time yep to like varying I, degrees yeah uh, apparently it's like based on your level uh yeah. so like it, it's a little bit gamifiable but i i just loved that uh that moment i think it was i think it was great just being able to make fun of yourself is, is a really big deal. And more importantly, being able to make fun of yourself and have it land, because I'm sure we've all been there where we make a self-deprecating joke, and someone's like, yeah, you do do that. And it's like, well, now I feel bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was one quest I did that we haven't mentioned, because obviously I loved going back to the starting zone temporarily. That was so fucking funny. I loved seeing the heart of Loth. I, I loved I loved all those... All those Murloc zone jokes, especially if you like zoom out on the map and like look at the actual names of the zone, very good. But there was one quest in particular that I was like, they made this for me. Uh, It's down by the Academy and it is a quest where you hang out with legally distinct Yu-Gi-Oh players. (laughs) There is, there is someone uh, whose dragon name is Yuma and then whatever dragon type he is, like Yuma Dorma or something like that mm. and uh, he fights someone whose dragon name starts with Seto and uh, they're playing Hearthstone together and one of them starts cheating and you watch him getting all kind of shenanigans and it's it's just very fun. I feel I feel like it was made for me. The only thing that would convince me that Blizzard is watching me from behind is if they were like, so this one's a reference to Bionicles. Then I would assume huh. they're spying on huh. Uh but that that was easily my favorite quest was the random, unnecessary but totally beloved Yu-Gi-Oh! reference they put in.
2: That's, gr- uh, yeah, that's I great. Mean, honestly, I, I think the questing, the zone design, they they've been killing it so far. We're we're very clearly in the honeymoon phase of Dragonflight, but they have done a great job so far, and I'm I'm only excited for what's to come. I'm dreading nothing. Yeah. Also I... Ring
1: of Blood is
0: back. Yeah, always Ring of Blood. This one is very friendly, which was which I have conflicting feelings about, honestly.
1: Yeah, it was like a challenge more than it was like here's a bunch of guys that want to like actually kill you. Yeah, and it was like you can solo some of them, and that felt really weird
0: because always to me it was always like hey you need especially because expansion just dropped right you're like yo you need to get your your friends together to kill this like set of stuff but i mean i mean also that could be cuz like a lot of us like came in into into the into dragonflight like geared out the asshole it so might that, also so help that actually you're you're went. just
1: you're just better than you used to be you know when we did this back in oh, that's true. where where was the first one in the Grand? yeah the Grand in bc um well, like we we were just kind of little shitters like maybe maybe you're just like the things you're soloing aren't necessarily like well, they made it easier but Maybe you just know your class more inside and out and you're playing some better talents and you've obviously got better gear because we were all geared to the teeth leaving Shadowlands, so... I don't know. Maybe maybe you're just better than you think you are. Yeah, I'm as a god.
0: <laughs> well.
1: Uh, well, in all these new zones, they popped a lot of new dungeons in for us. Were there, were there any dungeons that stood out to you guys as like, yeah, this one... I'm excited to run keys for this one, or are there other ones where you're like, I am so glad this is not in the Season 1 rotation?
2: I I, I think dungeons is actually the part that they've missed the hardest on. Uh, I, I think that there's room for improvement, uh, so hopefully they can take some of the feedback and implement it. But I think that the philosophy of designing dungeons around feeling like I'm babysitting trash packs with pretty boring bosses uh, isn't very fun. Uh, I, I have a lot less fun going into a dungeon and, and being feared for eight seconds because I didn't know what a trash pack did. And then even when I do know what it does, there's four other casters in that mob. Uh, so I just I have to sit there and watch for this fear while I'm also getting pelted to death by stones or whatever is happening in the dungeon. Um, that being said, I do think that Algathar Academy is the best dungeon uh, so far. It also received a lot of changes throughout beta hmm But I, I really do like Algothar Academy. I think that Ruby Life Pulls is pretty good. Uh I think that Halls of Infusion is really bad currently, in it in its current iteration. That one needs a lot of work.
1: It just feels like a slog. I feel like I've been there forever.
2: Huh,
0: interesting. I actually I don't I don't agree. I actually I like all the nudges
1: are there any that are like top of your list, like ones where you're actually excited if that ends up being your keystone, or I guess if they're not making it into a season one rotational, just one that you're like, you know, quick to knock off the list of mythic zeros you're running for the week?
0: No. No, they're all they're all like like I don't have one <laughs> Yeah, which is which is which is rare, rare for sure. Um But I think it's good? Yeah, right? that's a good that's a good problem.
2: A good, for it's sure. a good problem to
0: have. Uh like I don't I don't have a problem with like not knowing a thing and then getting punished for not knowing a thing, it's like it's the first it's the second fucking week, right? So like we I mean that's like to me that's fine. Um some I mean, I wish some of the things were a little clearer for sure. But I think that's a lot of because it's like wait, Ben, you say this is the this is the ninth expansion?
2: Yeah, we're on expansion number nine. Oh my god.
0: So there's like a lot of those things I'm sure it's like because the expansion, the, the game has been around for so long that they've had to just like use in like other insane adjectives and synonyms for stuff that we like didn't like. This like this is clearly a fear. Okay, why you called it like you you renamed it? It's in Latin. Like how do you... like how would I have known that? Like you.
2: You go. I was, I was going to mention, I've run into a couple of things that look an awful lot like they're horrifying, because um, I think there's one called Horrifying Shout. Yeah. It is not a fear. Exactly. It does what the fuck? Fear. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't like that I can't intuit my way through these dungeons. Instead, I just need to already know what everything does, and already have a plan. I, I, I've mentioned this uh, before uh, with you a lot, Brian. I, I, I personally like the um, improvisation aspect of of pve in this game but it, it feels like especially if the content gets harder like higher tv level scaling or going into mythic difficulty and rating that that just becomes less and less viable as an option just because the stuff's so deadly that you just die to yeah, it. yeah of course
0: and that, and that and that's fine like i think i like yeah like you should be able to like go through a dungeon like obviously at the base level like a rather at the base level the first couple weeks of the fucking expansion where your gear isn't like you're insanely over gear or whatever and feel like there's like there's, re- there's relative danger. Nothing's like that crazy. Of course, cause it's still zero after all, but like you should, yeah, like you said, you should be able to know that something does something just by the fucking name. Like why, like why is, yeah, why is, what's that movie? You said horrifying scream or
2: something. It, it, it's called horrifying shout. I believe. Yeah. Uh, why it, isn't that a fear? Yeah, it, or it's a an damage. And, like, and there's a. Um, I, I think it's in Halls of Infusion. I might be misremembering, but it's a. Uh, it might be Azure Vault. There's a frontal that a mob will turn towards a random player and cast it. And yeah. It is a one second cast time, and it disorients you for four seconds. Yes, it can target the tank, and if the tank about is that disoriented, stink breath boy? yeah, actually, it might be the stink breath guy. Um, it can target the tank, and if the tank is disoriented, he loses all aggro. So. It feels really weird. Like you just have to be ready for it a hundred percent of the time. Um and and I, I don't find that terribly fun. Like I'm I'm I, I could see how it's appealing, kind of being on the edge of your seat, but instead it, it's it feels frustrating.
0: I think if they made it like literally 0.
2: 0.5 seconds longer, it'd be fine. I, I agree. Actually, if they made it longer because I believe the mob is also unstunnable, yes. but you can dodge the the breath, right? It doesn't track you. If they just made it a little bit longer, and I felt like I had some more counterplay to it, because rotations in this game are really fucking hard. So if I'm focusing on, if I'm focusing on my rotation, and I have exactly one second to react to something that could easily kill me, if there's other packs being pulled with it, it it, it, it's like, well, cool, all right, I guess I'm disoriented. I'll see you guys in four seconds. Or if you're the tank, you're like, well, sorry, whoever was top DPS, because you're dead now. Yeah, it's a wipe.
0: Like. Like, straight up. Especially, especially later on, the difficulty gets higher. <clears throat> yeah, but if, so if they, if they just made it, like, uh, if they made it, like, a 2-second cast or 1.75-second cast,
2: like... And, and that's, that's something I was mentioning about being hopeful. The dungeons that are going to be in M plus this rotation, that being Algathar Academy, Ruby Life Pools, Azure Vault, and the fourth one. I was so confident going into this. Uh, but they have received huge amounts of iteration. Uh, throughout the beta cycle. And the four that aren't, namely Brackenite, Hollow, and Halls of Infusion, have not received this iteration, and it, it's pretty noticeable, doing them on IM0, the quality difference between what's been worked on the most and what hasn't been.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm... Hmm. The only thing I'm unexcited for is the, uh, is the fact that we're getting, like, ti- like, time walking is the wrong word, but you know what I mean.
2: The, the old dungeons? Actually, yeah. I... I, I See, I'm on the opposite here, there for you. Well, okay. On the surface, I'm at the opposite. I really like that they're bringing back old dungeons. I think Season 4 of Shadowlands, where they brought in the four old dungeons, for the most part, was a really, really well done uh, implementation of them. Uh, I think that for the first season, we probably should have just gotten the eight Dragonflight dungeons. Yeah. But I, I do like that we're getting to reuse some of this old content. And, like, Temple of the Jade Serpent, right? Has been sitting around for ten years doing nothing. Uh, and now they've given it some reworks. They, like, the first boss especially was really bad. If anyone's ever done that challenge mode or anything, that's not a very fun first boss. But yeah. they've given it some reworks, so it's actually a boss that feels modern. Uh, and the rest of it is pretty good. It's a fun dungeon. When I was doing them on beta, I enjoyed them extensively. Or uh, Halls of Valor, for example. That was always a meme key in Legion because the bosses were so hard in that dungeon. They would one-shot you so much faster than any other boss at the same key level. They've received huge nerfs, and they took out a lot of the obnoxious trash. The key's a lot shorter. I think overall they're doing really well with implementing old dungeons into the M plus rotation.
0: Yeah, I I think they're definitely doing a good job. I just wish they wasn't like the first
2: tier, or first season. I I can 100% agree with that. I think the first tier should have been all eight Dragonflight
0: dungeons. Yeah, like, yeah that that's the only part that bothered me. Um, everything else by Dragonflight, uh, again, excluding the bugs, um, and excluding from looking at it like a officer or a raid leader perspective, uh, it's it's been it's like flawless. Like I would, I would okay besides okay besides the bugs, besides all that other like very specific PVE stuff, like nine out of ten on this launch.
2: I, I think I'm in agreement. It's not perfect. It's no. it's really close to perfect though.
0: It is very, it was, it's very close. I mean, even, even with, like, the bugs, that's, it's still, like, an 8 out of 10. Like, cause, cause, like, I mean, for, for us specifically, we are we're not, like, going for World First, World First, none of that crap. So, like, the, the whole, like, waiting, we're spending half an hour waiting, like, for the Alliance boat to show up, like, while it was, it was, like, kind of irritating, but honestly, I didn't, like, hate it, like, waiting for, like, with, with everyone, like, it was kind of a huge meme. And then, like watching the Twitch streams for the drops, like while doing it, watching the horde like get on the boat and stuff was like, wait, what the fuck? And like, so like that, like you know, and so when the alliance Harbor, or the dock is like freaking out and like, yeah, the GM like flying by in a Drake, like that, like, this is all a good story. And like that's, like
2: I I could definitely see a lot of people walking away from that and going, this game sucks. That was good. oh for sure, this doesn't work. But for for us, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good time uh, for us specifically. And, like, it's, and, like, dude, whereas, like, people would take, like, everyone gets, like, something different from video games or experiences or yada, yeah, yada, yeah, blah, 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 right? What I treasure the most are the memories. So, like, yeah, sure, yeah. like, at the time, like, it was, you know, like, yeah, again, it was kind of irritating, whatever, like, so, you know, be as it may. That's a wonderful memory. And I'm, more than likely, I'm never going to forget that. And, or, you know, whatever, like, you come at me in 10 years, like, yo, remember Dragonflight launch? Like, well, like, well kind of, like, remind me what happened. And then you, like, trigger memory, like, dude, that was amazing! Like, and then, you know, that just, you know, brings, like, nostalgia and shit, that's great.
1: I agree, 100%. Uh, the memories that I shared with you guys in this expansion specifically will be with me the rest of my life. Like, absolutely.
2: Honestly, I think that this is wow right Mm -hmm. this is the world of warcraft the things going on around us are the important thing not us being the giga hero of the universe or whatever we're supposed to be i that's to go all the way back to things i'm glad to see gone that's a major thing i'm glad to see gone i'm Mm -hmm. glad i'm glad that other things are important besides me.
0: yeah I, i like that like i this is the first expansion where i fished
2: like i've never I ever wanted to fish before, and yeah, there's so much. I've tried so many new things, and honestly, I, I, I said it before. I'm I'm not dreading anything. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to more things that this game is going to make me do that I've ignored in the past. And yes. I, I think the Dragonflight is looking really, really good.
0: Yeah, like I've I've already started leveling an alt. Like for me yeah, you th- never do that. No, I never do that. That's that's like a, that's a tier two at the earliest thing. But like gearing is so fast, or at least for PVP, gearing is so fast that like I, you know, I'm a little like sixty three or sixty four already, and I've only, I don't I only spent like I think, like five hours, and I was like actually going through like me the lore skipper, I was actually like reading through some of the quests, I was like watching cutscenes and stuff like that, it's, and it's only been like four hours, and I'm fucking, almost a third of the way there, like that's that's pretty good.
1: Do you guys have any other? Concluding thoughts for our initial experience with Dragonflight? Anything you feel like you need to mention that we didn't have a category for or didn't have a chance to bring up before? This is my
2: last thing. I'm not going to go too deep into it. Stop paying attention to what you think the best class is going to be right oh now. God, seriously. You have time. Level up a new class, especially right now. You know, if first couple of weeks of the raid, you'll be fine. If, if you really feel like you need your class is being held back by by poor balance, reroll. Dragonflight is super great for it. Just reroll, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're not trying to get cutting edge, world first, mythic rating, pushing plus plus thirties in mythic plus, like play what you like, play what's play what you think is going to be fun. You're going to have way more fun and do more damage on the thing you're having fun with than the Flavor of the Month class that you rolled, because it some chart somewhere said it was S tier.
0: Yeah, your favorite content creator doesn't know everything. And even if they did, spoiler, they're not going to tell you everything.
2: Yeah, for real. But in any case, I think that Dragonflight is going to be great. I, I, I look forward to playing it as soon as we're done here. I'm going to go and farm some rares, because it's fun. Yeah,
1: I've, I've been made more excited to play more as we're sitting here talking about it. Yeah, same. I don't really have any concluding thoughts, but I am gonna just so everyone knows I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for about nine hundred and five dollars. Um, the nine hundred dollars is for the new Alex Straza statue they're making. Um, same and then I just need I, I yeah the new Alex Straza statue. Um, it's just nine hundred. It's just a little nine hundred dollars. Um, the other five dollars not for tax. Um, I do need to buy a really big jar. Huh. But anyway thank you so much for joining us everyone we hoped you had fun with this particular episode of a seriously casual perspective uh i have been matt this has been brian this has been ben um if you want to check us out on social media uh links will be where they usually are bye, bye. bye.